U.S. in order to prevent foreign policy consequences not clearly intended by the political branches, that is, the executive and legislative branches of the U.S. government. The Kiobel case was met with outrage in the human rights community. The advocacy group Human Rights First lamented that the Supreme Court had extinguished a beacon of hope for victims of gross human rights violations. The New York Times editorial board called the ruling a giant setback for human rights. And legal scholars in the United States and around the world bemoaned the shuttering of U.S. courts to claims of global injustice. According to these critics, American courts must play a pivotal role in the projection of American power. Not so. When it comes to managing international relations, the bench should follow the lead of the executive and legislative branches. Indeed, this is the one area of U.S. foreign policy where leading from behind actually makes sense. The executive and legislative branches are far better situated to protect global power. So judges should play a constrained but not invisible role in foreign affairs. As a general rule, absent an express congressional directive otherwise, U.S. laws belong within U.S. borders. The Reach of the Law Ever since George Washington's presidency, isolationists and internationalists have engaged in a tug-of-war over the proper role of the federal courts in foreign policy. In 1793, Thomas Jefferson, then Washington's Secretary of State, sent 29 separate questions to the Supreme Court, formally requesting its advice on matters threatening U.S. neutrality in the ongoing war between France and Great Britain. The Supreme Court, uninterested in being a prime actor in foreign policy, politely declined to answer. Over two centuries later, this exchange is still cited as a precedent for the idea that there are certain cases that federal courts simply should not hear. In a maritime case in 1812, The principle of judicial limitations in international matters was enshrined into law when the Supreme Court limited its own jurisdiction in issues involving the sovereignty of foreign nations. In its opinion, the court introduced a critical legal term of art, extraterritorial, which means that a law has force abroad. Generally, the founders and U.S. jurists up until the 20th century subscribed to what was known as the Westphalian tradition of territoriality, named after the 1648 treaty that created the modern state system. The concept links land and law, holding that a country's courts have jurisdiction only where its flag flies. This was a doctrine of legal non-intervention, and it was perfectly suited to a young and relatively weak republic. The United States had more to lose by abandoning this stance than it stood to gain by flexing its legal muscles globally. Although territoriality constrained the country's ability to impose its law on others, it also ensured that others, particularly European powers, did not impose their laws on the United States. But as the United States expanded westward, it faced vexing challenges to this Westphalian conception of law. Were the territories that were conquered in the late 1840s during the Mexican War but not yet part of the Union subject to U.S. laws? Did the state-granted property rights of a slave owner 
have extraterritorial effect if a slave escaped to a free state or territory? Far from being a mere philosophical inquiry, this last question sparked the Civil War. Even as the United States began its economic and military ascent at the turn of the century, the judiciary continued to take a modest view of how far U.S. laws could reach. In 1909, the Supreme Court turned a preference against applying U.S. law abroad into a harder legal rule. Delivering the opinion in a case involving a dispute between two fruit companies operating in Latin America, Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes, Jr., formulated what came to be known as the presumption against extraterritoriality. The idea, as Holmes put it, was that all legislation is prima facie territorial in nature. Judges now had a default rule against applying U.S. statutes outside U.S. territory.